So that most special gift that you receive from somebody, that memorable one, what would it be at 800-447-7234? For this one family, it's something special from their grandpa. Gramps got it right. Gramps decided to wrap up a special gift for everyone in his family, handed everyone a wrap box. They were Crocs in every box. And by the, the family got wind of it, everybody got Crocs. It was hilarious. And then he sent out one more gift to everyone. And as they opened them, they realized that it was a Croc charm. You know, you can buy those little charms that go in the little holes of the Crocs. Uh-huh. With Gramps' face on it. Isn't that hilarious? Stop it. That is the greatest gift. So now they all took pictures with their croc with Gramps' face on it. And it was a useful gift that was also hilarious. Right. And he got his entire family laughing. 11 grandkids. 11 grandkids. And then, of course, whoever his son or daughter is Mm -hmm. there. That is just, that's what a great grandpa. I love this grandpa. He's amazing. He's so in touch, but also added a little touch of himself. They will never, ever forget that, right? Mm -mm. What is that gift that you just never forget? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. This grandpa knows how to give gifts. It's a charm of himself that the grandkids can put on their crocs that he gave them over the holidays. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Liz is back on Monday. Harlan is here. Scott, who does our news, what was that gift you said? Well, I'm a sucker for my kids' artwork, you know, all the drawings and pictures and things like that. But there was one in particular about 11 or 12 years ago. I was just going through a really tough time, a lot of worry, anxiety. And my daughter, who was probably six at the time, took out a piece of paper, wrote the word worry, circled it, and then colored a big red line through it. Nice. And And I still have it. You do? And it was just the right gift at the right time. It was perfect. Do you laminate it and hang it on the wall? I didn't laminate it, but that's a good idea. Oh, but she could tell, it. you know, I was stressed out, and she just sent, put that simple word, worry, and crossed it out with a big red crayon. You're doing something right that your daughter would do that for you. That's a lot of love, man. It is. I'm blessed. That's so special. My kids just scribbled on paper, so keep that one. Keep that one <laughs> Keep the, the, the scribble on paper. There you go. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't know how old you were when you really realized, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. How old were you? For Caden, Caden was two. He knew exactly what he was going to do. By the time he was eight, which he is right now, he is a, get this, he's doing his life's work early. He is a full-fledged barber. He's cutting hair. Yeah, he opened up a barber shop at the daycare that he was at at five. So at two years old, he started playing with hair, messing with hair of all type. By five years old, he was taking the blocks in the daycare and using them like a razor and pretending to make fades and blending and all of the, the hair style barbering methods. So by eight years old, he got a real chair like in a barbershop and real clients cutters okay and what is it called the guys use it the shavers the shavers yeah it's early um the shavers and he he makes designs in heads and does even lines in the back you know when you just the guys get their hair cut in the back and you just need that straight line he does all he's of that every, and you listen and he's fading it out they've they're posting this on their instagram feed and it's like he really at 80 years old 
He is really doing an amazing job. I want him to cut my hair. Right? Look, at five years old, just to put this into perspective, my son wanted to be a lion. (laughs) And this kid has a barber shop. Right? This kid has a barber shop. His whole life in front of him, and he's like, got it. And he's getting great tips. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Monet is along with us at 800-447-7234. And Monet, I understand you have something to tell us about your nephew. What's going on? Adam is my nephew. He uh, would watch the Weather Channel for hours, and he would uh, call me, and he and watching Storm Chasers. He would sit and watch it for hours. And uh, this is what he, he's known he's wanted to do since he was little to work, you know, with weather. And now he is a product engineer for the Weather Channel in Atlanta. No, he's not. Oh, how awesome is that? Yeah, I asked somebody, he said, uh, what's it like to have somebody famous in the family? And I said, uh, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's just Adam. He's my nephew. It's just Adam. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. And now that whole, it's frog and toad or toad and frog? It's frog and toad. Frog and toad. And now Apple Plus is turning it into a series. I'm so excited. This thing has been around since the 70s, and I had no idea it was a thing. I totally missed out on childhood. Totally a thing. Frog and toad are friends. Frog and toad together. It's about their adventures as best friends. So one's a frog and one's a toad, and they are completely different in character, but... They are best friends, and they make it work. And one likes to sleep, and one likes to have adventures, and so they kind of take one for the team a lot. It's such a good story. It's so wholesome. Scott was a kid in the 70s. Tell me about this, Scott. I'm, I'm with you, Rob. I feel like a part of my childhood has been erased because I've never heard of Frog and Toad. I don't understand this. And I, I am can't not. believe I've never heard of it. Let me be clear. I am not a child of the 70s. <laughs> Or the 80s. Okay, well, maybe the yeah, 80s. Yeah, I think the thing was produced in 71, so I can see why you're saying that, but you were a kid in the 90s. Yes, in the 80s. But, but, here's the thing. I read every one of these stories. I had the classic one together. So to see this turning into a wholesome TV show that I can share with my kids and, you know... One would hope it would be a wholesome TV show. I hope right? so. I hope so because hope it's they don't such, interpret it into something different. It's such a beautiful book, and it is. It's so. I made my kids read it. It was one of their first. It's an easy to read, so it was one of the first books that my kids picked up to read. And there's not a lot of wholesome, feel good stuff anymore. No, you know, Mm-mm. just something the whole family can sit down and watch and read together. This is. Be- I'm so. so this, I'm you're so hopeful excited. that it'll turn out to be the it's, way that you remember. It's going to be great. They're going to do their shopping lists together. They're going to lose it. It's going to fly in the wind. Their to do list, and they're going to end up doing it all. And then they're going to remember the last thing on the list is, is go this, to sleep. Is this one of the books? Yes. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Frog and Toad together. Always. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Jeremy Renner, you probably know that name, especially now because of the snowplow accident that happened at the beginning of the year that landed him in the hospital. Hawkeye from Avengers. He's been in all these different other movies and now have been laid up in the hospital. He's at home. But here's one thing that's coming out that a lot of people didn't know. Some people caught a hold of the police report about this whole incident that happened with the snowplow that landed him in the hospital and being so critical for, for a long time. He was rescuing his nephew. So it wasn't just he stepped in front of a snowplow being ridiculous. Exactly. 
mm-hmm. and trying to get that. I mean, it's one of these big snow plows, and it's his, and it's on his property, and the, and the brakes weren't working. Mm-hmm. But since the brakes weren't working, he jumped off that puppy to save his nephew. Who was walking pie. And he, he sacrificed himself for that. I mean, that's just like he turned into real Avenger superhero here. That's awesome. Sometimes I think this is a great example because sometimes we don't see the whole story. We don't know the whole picture. And it just seemed ridiculous. Yeah, Why did he jump off of it? What happened? We had all these questions. And and some people that were speculating, oh, was there alcohol? Was there drugs? Was all this other stuff going on? Nobody in their right mind would do that. But no, none of that was in his system. And he jumped off to save his nephew and sacrificed his own life for that. A real life hero. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Here are snakes, lizards, rats, spiders, and possums. If you love them, that's wonderful. If they give you the heebie-jeebies, any one of them, the snakes, the lizards, the rats, the spiders, the possums, watch out. Evidently, people are saying they come out of the toilet. Say what? Yeah. No. Right? They come up out of the toilet? They have up the pipes? You know what? In Florida, I I could tell you that cockroaches... And little itty-bitty baby alligators have done that. I'm sorry. In Florida. There's an alligator that has come up a potty. We're not talking about like an (laughs) eight-foot alligator. I don't care what it is they bite. The little babies will Mm -mm. do that. Scott has a technique. What's your technique, Scott? It's called the pre-flush. If I'm away from home, I do a standard pre-flush because of stories like this. I don't want (laughs) anything crawling up out of the toilet on me. So you flush it now, back down before yeah. it even has a chance. He, right. he, no. just, just pre-flush. <laughs> I love it, the pre-flush. Now, here's the thing. That doesn't happen every day. These are just things that could happen. But what if it does, and the lights are off, and I'm just groggy getting now, up? You and live I in a neighborhood. On, no, that I'm ain't gonna happening. I'm going to sit on a potty, and it's going to come up and bite me. No, I'm not. Um, I'm done sitting on a potty. I don't <laughs> well, know how. Oh. I'm going to go for the rest of she's, my life, but I'm gonna done. She's going to be pretty constipated for a while. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. We can't change the world, but we can change the corner we live in. And this gentleman is no exception. He owns a floral shop. And he was thinking, what can I do during Valentine's Day to help out? Clearly, it's their busiest time of year. They make you know, most of their money during that Valentine's Day season. And he wanted to give back. And then he realized... That residents of elderly homes and, you know, different, how do you say old people homes? <laughs> how do you say, you said it very well. Nice the pe- old people. The homes. nice people. Nursing homes. Nursing and ass- homes. Nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Right. Yeah. Old people homes. Where I hope to be one day that my kids pay for and I'm happily ever after. Not a bad place to be, right? But they get lonely. Uh People can't visit every day. They get lonely. And so he decided to start a program in his florist shop called Adopt a Resident, where you can come in, buy your wife flowers, buy your gal flowers, and adopt a resident while you're there to ensure they get flowers on Valentine's Day as well. It's inexpensive and it's a great way that he can give back and the community can feel like they're getting involved too. I love he's doing this. Win. Oh, I love it. My great grandma is in uh, a facility yeah. and I love her and every time we come she just cries because we don't come enough. We live yeah. 10 hours away. We don't come enough. 
and they're lonely and they get so excited when kids come, when people are there, when flowers come. And it's just a great way to make someone's day. Well, there's nothing that feeling like you're alone and people have forgotten you. While life is still going on for everybody, it's just like, I'm stuck here and nobody remembers me. And just to get something like that from a complete stranger, just to remind you that you are loved and you're cared for, is, is just a wonderful thing. And that's what the flowers say. You are loved. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. And now that whole, it's frog and toad or toad and frog? It's frog and toad. Frog and toad. And now Apple Plus is turning it into a series. I'm so excited. This thing has been around since the 70s and I had no idea it was a thing. I totally missed out on childhood. Totally a thing. Frog and Toad are friends. Frog and Toad together. It's about their adventures as best friends. So one's a frog and one's a toad. And they are completely different in character. But... They are best friends, and they make it work. And one likes to sleep, and one likes to have adventures. And so they kind of take one for the team a lot. It's such a good story. It's so wholesome. Scott was a kid in the 70s. Tell me about this, Scott. I'm, I'm with you, Rob. I feel like a part of my childhood has been erased because I've never heard of Frog and Toad. I don't understand this. I, am I can't not. believe I've never heard of it. Let me be clear. I am not a child of the 70s. <laughs> Or the 80s. Okay, well, maybe the 80s. Yeah, I think the thing was produced in 71, so I can see why you're saying that, but you were a kid in the 90s. Yes, in the 80s. But, but, here's the thing. I read every one of these stories. I had the classic one together. So to see this turning into a wholesome TV show that I can share with my kids and, you know... One would hope it would be a wholesome TV show. I hope right? so. I hope so because hope it's they don't such, interpret it as something different. It's such a beautiful book, and it is. It's so. I made my kids read it. It was one of their first. It's an easy to read, so it was one of the first books that my kids picked up to read. And there's not a lot of wholesome, feel good stuff anymore. No, you know, just mm -mm. something the whole family can sit down and watch and read together. This is. I'm so. so this. I'm you're so hopeful excited. that it'll turn out to be the it's, way that you remember. It's going to be great. They're going to do their shopping list together. They're going to lose it. It's going to fly in the wind. Their to do list, and they're going to end up doing it all. And then they're going to remember the last thing on the list is, is go this, to sleep. Is this one of the books? Yes. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Frog and Toad together. Always. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. There's no one on this planet like Nelly who can get any hangrier than anybody else. Nellie can get hangry. Um, I get pretty hangry. You sure Nellie gets more hangry? Nellie gets more hangry. I'll tell you what Nellie does. Nellie will be on the couch, and when Nellie is hangry, Nellie will stomp her paw on the couch. Oh, she's a dachshund hound, by the way. Oh, Nellie got a tood. Nellie the dachshund hound has a tood. You may have seen this on your feed on social. I mean, it's the cutest thing. She she will literally get her paw. It's like her white right paw, and she pounds it down hard. I'm hungry. And then then her eye twitches a little bit. It's just like, it's time to feed me now. And she gets fed after she does that, mm -hmm. which means she's going to continue to do it. And it's adorable, although sassy. And if my kids did it, I'd have to put them in place. Right. But if the dog did it, Makes I mean. Makes life grand. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. DoorDash. I don't know if you heard. I've never used DoorDash, but they're going to start working with Starbucks or Starbucks Wait, is going to start working for or with DoorDash to deliver their stuff. Are you kidding me? No, no. Now, it's not going to be everywhere. It's going to be in select places like, and then like they'll right test here? it out. Oh, sure. 
And then it will then you can get Starbucks right to your door. And they say 90%, 95% of the menu is going to be available, which means not everything, which I kind of feel like when I go to a Starbucks, only 95% of it's available anyway. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. I have always been too cheap to do DoorDash. I'm just cheap. I'm not going to pay the extra $100 fee that comes along with it. Wait a minute. There's a subscription, $100 a year or something like that? I have no idea. Wow, that's a lot. But I, Honestly, I have no idea how much it is, but just the oh, extra. Oh, she made that up. And then deliveries and fees and tipping and whatever. When I can go a quarter of a mile down the road and get it, for the most part. Mm-hmm. But Starbucks is tempting. Especially when you're filling in for Liz in the morning. Yeah, she's not a morning and person. And she wants leave. her coffee like now. And you really want Starbucks or any coffee and for she's, that matter. She likes the frou frou stuff. What? You, you like the frou frou stuff. What's wrong with my double tall sugar free vanilla non fat extra hot with whip extra caramel caramel macchiato? Just that. Yeah. I can't even repeat it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. You have to think this is kind of weird and maybe ridiculous in some cases. Now, Disney, you say that word and some people don't like it. Uh huh. But Splash Mountain's closed, right? Right. Here's the weird thing. This is big. Regardless of what the thoughts are of Disney, let's just move Disney out of the picture and just Splash Mountain. That's closing or closed. It has officially closed. It has closed. So people are selling what they say are bags of water from Splash Mountain on eBay. Here's one that gets me. And and the guy is just pretty blunt about it. It's like Splash Mountain bag and tap water from my sink. And it's going for 25K or best offer. Stop it. $25,000 on eBay. But it's mixed with Splash Mountain water. Not this one. This guy clearly says it's tap water from his sink. But the bag is from Splash well, Mountain. The bag is vintage, and you haven't been able to buy that bag for quite some time. So that's what it is. That's why. Uh, that's so much. 25 k And then there are others that are selling there what they say is either water from Splash Mountain in a Ziploc bag, or it's from the water fountain or sink that's at Splash Mountain in a bag. And so some are going for 9 bucks, 7 bucks, 20 bucks, all this stuff, 60 $100. All over the place, and 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 people are buying it. Yeah, one hundred and forty nine dollars. It's buy it now, and people are buying these because it's eBay. iconic. This this ride was has been there forever. It's iconic, and so anything you can get from it, you haven't been able to buy merch there for years. So anything you can get from that is going to go. But yeah. water, like you cannot verify it came from that ride. Exactly. Exactly. I just think it's really odd that people want to want to buy something like that. I mean, you can't get the burr rabbit. You might as well get the water. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Rob and Liz in the morning. I'm Harolyn filling in for Liz. She will be back on Monday. Had no idea. Had no idea that I may be doing this completely wrong. I just learned this this morning. Thank you, TikTok and the Shiloh Farm for setting me straight. What would we do without TikTok? What are they teaching you this time? Uh, well, I'd do a lot without TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> just to be bluntly honest with you. So this one guy who has who is a farmer, since eggs are such a commodity right now, mm-hmm. good night, they're so expensive. Thank you, bird flu, for making that a reality for us. But he said, if you really want to, to keep your eggs a little bit longer, there's a certain way to store them. And you know how there is... Uh, the the shape of an egg it's not perfectly round right you got a, you got one at the top that's like really skinny and then you've got like a really blunt end at the bottom okay 
turn it upside down so the pointy part part is sticking upside down. And I was thinking, why? In the carton? In the carton. Put them all upside down. The pointy part, the narrower part, you put down toward the bottom. And the reason why is because there's an air pocket, and this air pocket can develop some bacteria. And when you turn it, I'm going to call it upside down, but the pointy part down Mm -hmm. or the blunt part up, the biggest side up. Um, If you do that, the air pocket will stay at the top, and it's further away from the yolk. And because it's further away from the yolk, your egg, he says, will preserve just a little bit longer. So basically, the grocery stores are doing it all wrong. And when you get it, you have to flip every single egg over. According according to this dude, yeah. Okay, one dude versus every grocery store in the country? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're all doing it wrong.